Good morning, everyone. I'm R.W. Estella with a word in Edgewise. Today is the 15th of July, making it the 196th day of 2019 and affording us 169 days until 2020. The Ides of July tonight should show us our moon just to the right of Saturn in Sagittarius. And tomorrow at 5.39 p.m. we will have July's full moon, also known as the Hay Moon and the Thunder Moon. Perhaps most momentous this week for some of us, however, will be Saturday, the 50th anniversary of humankind's first landing on the moon, the 20th of July, 1969. For millions of American sexagenarians, folks between the ages of 60 and 69, the space race of the 1960s, when planet Earth had two political, military, and scientific superpowers vying for dominance in extraterrestrial affairs, remains indelibly etched in our memories. We readily, we readily remember Werner von Braun and his team of rocket engineers, all of them former Nazis who had been involved in Hitler's V-2 rocket program at the tail end of World War II. As newly sworn American citizens, the Saturn rocket series von Braun and his crew developed for NASA brought new meanings to the rocket's red glare of our star-spangled banner. And the accompanying crews of the various stages of the space program held our interest to no end. The Mercury astronauts, the Gemini astronauts, and the Apollo astronauts. At the time, 60s, te 60s tennis star Arthur Ashe was remarking, True heroism is not the urge to surpass all others at whatever cost, but the urge to serve others at whatever cost. Regarding the urge to serve others at whatever cost, the Mercury, Gemini, and Apollo astronauts were saying that they were serving not only all of us in the United States of America, making us citizens some of the others who were being served, but also the astronauts increasingly meant the world at large, most evident in Neil Armstrong's That's One Small Step for Man, One Giant Leap for Mankind. Yet, whatever cost also rang true for American astronauts and Soviet cosmonauts during the 1960s era of the space race. Of the cosmonauts, Vladimir Komarov, on the 4th of April 1967, was killed during a Soyuz mission when his parachute did not open properly during atmospheric re-entry, culminating in his being killed when the space capsule hit the Earth at high speed and Valentin Bondarenko had been the first space-related fatality on the 23rd of March 1961 as a result of injuries sustained during an endurance experiment in a low-pressure altitude chamber. Of the astronauts, five, Theodore Freeman on Halloween 1964, Elliot C. and Charles Bassett on the 28th of February 1966, Clifton Williams on the 5th of October 1967 and Robert Lawrence on the 8th of December 1967 died in training jet crashes. Three, Gus Grissom, Ed White, and Roger Chaffee died in an Apollo 1 capsule fire atop the rocket during a spacecraft test on the 27th of January 1967. 
and one Michael Adams died on the 15th of November 1967 when an electrical problem and a control problem in the X-15 he was piloting led to a structural breakup of the aircraft over the southwestern United States with fragments falling over eastern Texas and central Louisiana. Those sorts of fatal examples of whatever cost unfortunately extended beyond the 1960s for the United States, with seven astronauts perishing in the Space Shuttle Challenger disaster 73 seconds after liftoff on the 28th of January 1986, and seven astronauts perishing in the Space Shuttle Columbia disaster during re-entry into Earth's atmosphere on the 1st of February 2003. Playwright Tennessee Williams observes, Snatching the eternal out of the desperately fleeting is the great magic trick of human existence. Those desperately fleeting moments 50 years ago this Saturday had a sizable number of the Earth's inhabitants paying close attention to their radios and televisions, listening and watching as Armstrong and Aldrin piloted the lunar module Eagle to the moon's surface while Collins in the command module Columbia orbited the moon. Then follows our vicariously traipsing about the moon's sea of tranquility via Armstrong and Aldrin, and subsequently flying the lunar module Eagle to its reunion with the orbiting command module Columbia. For us watchers to say much has happened in the half-century since then would be quite an understatement. I happened to have graduated from high school the month before and was spending time with someone I had met at the graduation party. One of my classmates had introduced me to her younger sister, Rita, igniting a summer romance. Rita had asked me over to her house to watch the moon landing with her parents, and there I was in rapt attention, my eyes and brain registering nearly everything about the event and anchoring it firmly in memory of that amazing summer, which would in the following month include an evening at Woodstock. But that's for another installment of A Word in Edgewise. For all you folks who celebrate Christmas in July, today is the birthday in 1779 of Clement Moore, who gave us the poem A Visit from St. Nicholas, which has become popularly known as The Night Before Christmas. Today is also the birthday in 1606 of the great Dutch painter Rembrandt van Rijn, and in 1946 of Linda Ronstadt. Happy birthday, Linda! From Orono, Maine, I'm R.W. Estella with a word in edgewise. Here's to a fine summer day.